Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is a little bit different. It's called Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I actually do these live calls on Instagram weekday mornings at 8 a.m.-ish. That's 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. So if you're Pacific, 7 a.m. If you're Eastern, 10 a.m., I would love for you to come live and hang out with me at them. But, you know, it's always 8 a.m.-ish because, you know, your girl's got to sleep sometimes. And I was getting so much feedback from everyone that they loved it, but sometimes they missed it and it'd be nice to listen to it that, I mean, why don't I put it here on the podcast? So if you don't already follow me over on Instagram at Dawn Bradley Hair, D-A-W-N-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-H-A-I-R, should have made a song about that, go follow me there because then you can take part in these live calls and actually correspond, correspond, like it's like writing a letter old fashioned. You can actually chat with me there and be live on these. But if you can't make them, no sweat. Now they're going to be here. So welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. Buckle up, friend, and let's dive in. The thought of talking to your clients about your policies, how they've changed or how you haven't communicated them, and you need to get your clients on your policies, and it makes you really, really nervous. This is the live for you. Good morning and welcome to Business Breakfast and Bedhead. I'm so excited to be here. It is December 26th right now. I hope you all had a wonderful day yesterday. And I know you're probably still in the cozy mode and my eyebrows look really strong today. And you're probably trying to avoid thinking about work. And if that's the case, I feel you. I see you. I do not want this to make you anxious. I want this to ease anxiety this morning. So if you're an anxious individual that the thought about doing things or changing things in your business causes you a little bit stress and anxiety, know that you're in the right place because I'm going to calm you down today. I'm going to give you confidence. I'm going to give you reassurance. And I'm going to be able to help you with your business, getting clients, respecting you, trusting you, seeing you as the authority and becoming really loyal to you. So good morning. I know that there's good, it's going to be a little bit quieter here today. Oh, you're working today. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead and say hello and your name and where you're tuning in from in the comments. I want to get to know you. I don't want to be with someone talking at you. I want to talk with you. And Paul, when it comes to policies, a lot of times we have loose policies or we have some ideas, but we haven't communicated them effectively. And that's why our clients aren't respecting them because they don't actually understand them or know them or they're a little bit in the gray area. So I want to chat with you guys. Actually, I'm going to chat with you guys about that this week quite a bit because this is kind of the perfect time. January 1 always feels like a fresh start, even though it really it's just another day. But it's a good time to learn how to communicate your your policies effectively to your clients because a lot of us are focusing on efficiency we're putting them on the bottom of our website in our con- in our our reminder emails but it's not it's efficient but it's not effective hey my bed you're in your bed in indianapolis hanging with my kiddos i love that so i want to ask you guys right now how many of you guys have policies and once again i don't want this to cause you stress this is it is the holidays we should be relaxing i just kind of want you to be like ruminating on this stuff i don't want you to go take big action this morning I want you to chill out. I want you to be like Lindsay and in bed with your kids. I just want you to kind of think, do you have policies? Yes or no? And I want to remind you guys that this is a judgment-free zone. I go live here Monday to Friday, 8 a.m.-ish. It's 8.30 today because, you know, it's the holidays. And I I want you to know it's a judgment-free zone where we can show up real, raw, honest, and vulnerable together, growing and learning together. And yesterday, I mean, you know, yesterday was, I, I hope you didn't think about work. I hope you didn't check your DMs. I hope and if that's if you find that you've struggled to take time off or you've struggled to disconnect, but that anxiety and that stress levels are still there. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to go with this slide, not about policies. But if you struggle to disconnect because you fear like you might upset somebody more or someone might be upset at you so that 
you always stay connected because the anxiety of the disconnect actually causes you more anxiety. Then I want to be here for you, friend, because I I used to do this practice and I haven't done it in a while and I need to do it again where I would take two full weeks a year where I would shut down my phone completely. I would shut it down completely. I would turn it off. People are always like, how do you listen to music? I wouldn't. I would turn my phone off completely. And it was actually probably Christmas of 2015 or 2016. I think it was Christmas of 2015. I had friends like phoning everywhere, just worried about me because it could like friends from the, the I'm in Canada, friends from California worried about me going, what happened to her? Because I turned my phone off completely. And I got to tell you the first couple of days, it's kind of like a little twitchy, like we're so addicted to our phones. And, but then after like two or three days, it was like this calmness and good morning and, and a peace and like the anxiety, like the, the constant anxiety that I was just used to living with that I didn't even know was present was gone. And oh, someone wants to come. Like, Hi, Joanna. Happy Boxing Day. For those of you guys that are, that are American, do you know what Boxing Day is? I'm always so curious. When I say Boxing Day, also, you guys, I feel like my eyebrows, they don't look like this in real life. But in on here, they look like Oscar the Grouch eyebrows right now. Beauty, I see that you want to come live. Let me know if you got, you guys have questions at all. There's a little question mark down here. You can tap on the question mark. Leave a question for me to answer. No, I was just about to ask someone else earlier today. Now I don't even know what you're replying to, you guys. I just feel like I went off on like, I got so excited that my friend Joanna just joined. And I don't know if she's just, <laughs> and then I'm also picturing her husband, Bibby, and sitting beside her laughing right now, which I think is probably the case. Hi, Jill. Hi, Tattoo Salon. Oh, Boxing Day. Yeah. Okay. So Boxing Day. No, I'm sorry to me too. Okay. I'm curious. Does anybody want to go? No worries. Does anyone want to go live with me and talk about their policies and how to implement them with their clients? Because I love, I thrive and I do best helping people one-on-one. And so this is a way for me to give you guys free mentorship. I don't like the word coaching because everyone's a coach these days. Hey, Garen. And talking about coaches, Garen, I just joined Garen's 90-day, I'm going to call it wrong, leadership thing. <laughs> and I'm so excited for it. But I want to ask you guys, like, what what I came here live to talk about was your policies, because so many times we have policies written in tiny little letters on our website where people book or in their confirmation email, which I got to tell you guys, I never open confirmation emails. I see a confirmation. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have that appointment. I cancel it or I, I delete it. And then we get upset when our clients come in and we feel like they're not respecting our policies. But the reality is, is that we haven't communicated them effectively. We put them where it's efficient on your website, in your confirmation email. Efficiency is great. But wouldn't you rather be effective? The, also, the other thing I want to challenge you guys on is so many people are like, oh, my clients late cancel or they no show all the time. OK, that's frustrating. However, does your cancellation policy, if you have one, does it say that they can't late cancel or no show? No, it says there's a consequence. And so the real frustration lies with you because you think by having the policy, it's going to stop them from doing the action. When in reality, the policy is there to show them there's a consequence if they do the action. And you have to be responsible for following through. Oof, I know. It's kind of like, did you did your guys' parents ever, when you're on a family road trip and you're like goofing off and they're like, if you guys don't stop that, we're going to turn this, we're going to stop this car, we're going to turn it around, right? And the threat of it was enough to make you stop. And you're like, okay. I'm curious if anyone, if your parents said that, did anyone's parents ever stop the car and turn around and actually go? Because the reality is, is that if it's just a threat that you never follow through on, clients, humans, human nature... We know what's real and what's not real. And if your clients know, well, she has this policy, but I've late canceled before and they didn't do anything. I mean, I guess, right? And so the actual 
frustration lies within ourselves. I know that's so hard. A little bit of tough love with Don this morning. We're not frustrated at our clients late canceling, no showing, you know, breaking whatever policy it is. We're frustrated because we don't know how to follow through. And that we've said they've agreed to it, so they should just not do it. No, they agreed to it so they know the consequence so that when you follow through, there shouldn't be any pushback as long as you've had effective communication. And that's the number one thing I see people do is they're like, well, I have my policy. And then they just want to be like internally frustrated. They never they're so we're all scared of confrontation. I know you guys are, too. And so we're like, they know about the policy. They checked the box on the website. I can't believe it. It's like, well, why are we scared to follow through? And I know that confidence is something that you really wish you had. And I want you to know this. Confidence won't just appear one day. Confidence is a byproduct of being courageous and vulnerable. Confidence isn't something that just I mean, you guys, I am like naturally as a kid, I grew up in a small town. I was so shy, anxious, awkward. It did not come naturally for me to talk confidently. But it became a byproduct of showing up courageously when I didn't know how things were going to roll, like, roll out. That's what I wanted to say. How things were going to happen and being vulnerable. And so I just want you to know that the frustration. Hi, Stephanie. The frustration does not lie with your client. And I know that's not what you want to hear. But if you want your clients to be okay when you have to follow through on your policies, I want to tell you this. You need to start having compassionate communication and effective communication. And it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. I actually have my whole program, which I need to rename because it's called Rock Your Consultation. But it's I've built it out so much more than that. So I'm thinking actually I'm thinking of doing a flash sale on it this week because I got to change the name and I want you guys to get in on it before I change it and overhaul it. Would you guys want to get in on that? It's all about how to like write your policies, what policies to have, how to follow through on your policies, how to set up your, your communication effectively with your clients so that they understand your policies, they agree to them and they follow through on them. And then so when you have to enforce your policies, there's not a big upset. It's not confrontational. You don't have to be scared of the possibility of a negative, combative, aggressive response. If you guys would be down for that, let me know yes in the comments and I'll make sure when I get the flash sale up to send it to you. Okay, so I see some questions going on in here. I'm shopping a Boxing Day sale at Silver Jeans. Oh my gosh, Silver Jeans. I love that. Um, and saying it's in my website isn't enough. Yes. So many times, here's the thing is we know where stuff is. We know it's on our website. We know it's in our confirmation email. We know because we know our businesses really well. But your clients aren't going to your website looking for your cancellation policy. They're looking at a book. So all the, this tiny typing, this thing, these things that are like here, here, where we see them and they're like screaming at us, they're not looking for them. And so if you want to make sure that when you follow through, or when you enforce your policy, it's not this big, like, I didn't know about it or what, I don't know, then one, have a face-to-face -face conversation with them. That's so important. I always have, I have the five touch points of communication, of communicating any sort of change or anything. And you want to, in your business, you want to send out an email, you want to talk about it on social media. You don't necessarily need to post your policy. We want to talk about the fact that you have policies on social media. You want to have a sign up in your space. You want to talk about it face to face. Number four is the most overlooked and most important. Talk about it face to face. And then you got to remind them, remind them, remind them, remind them, remind them. Because we're humans and we fall into routine and we and our, our brains learn quicker than our reflexes. And so clients are going to need to be reminded. And so having a sign, I want to tell you this, sending out an email. I mean, there's no algorithm in your email. So you want to send out an email. But sometimes people's inboxes, like ours, are a disaster. And then you also want to talk about it on social media. So people go, oh, yeah, I saw that email. Right. Or that or that thing. Oh, yeah. OK. And then you want to have a sign up in your space. But I'll tell you this. I remember going to get my nails done once. 
And I had my phone. I was on my phone. And she's like, hey, I actually have a policy of not having your phone while you're getting nails done. I was like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. She's like, it's right beside you. It legit was like a sign like right here beside me. And I didn't see it because I wasn't looking for it. And so you can have all these things in place. But if you don't have the face to face conversation, which is why I in my program, I walk you through exactly how I follow through my custom consultations. I get paid a hundred dollars for people to just come and talk to me, not get their hair done at all. And people, I, it made me, I tried to do it to dissuade the wrong people from booking and it actually made me busier with the right people. So if you want to start attracting better clients that are more suited for you and that respect your policies, I want you to really consider getting into my program, RYC, we're going to call it because it's called Rock Your Consultation, but it's not about consultation. It's got policies and everything in there. And so I really want you guys to start thinking, am I having, am I shying away from having conversations with my clients because I don't feel confident enough? I don't feel like I'm an authority enough. I don't feel like they're going to respect me enough. Well, I will break it down for you inside of it. Inside the program, I break it down. It's pre-recorded videos. You can watch it on demand anytime. It takes you like two hours to go through it. It's so quick and simple. And then I've got templates in there for you, how to communicate to your clients. I've got like a map of like, if they respond this way, communicate this way. If they respond this way, communicate this way. Super, super simple. My consultation form, I have my risks and waivers you can get clients to sign off on. I have a list of policies that you should have. I have exactly how to write your policies. It's so, so simple. But we really, really need to start having that face-to-face conversation. It's the most avoided and the most important. And it's not that scary. And it act by having that face-to-face conversation about your policies and getting clients to look you in the eye and to agree to it verbally, you make a shared memory. And when you have that shared memory, there's accountability there. And that alone will change. Like imagine if you never lost another dollar from a late canceler no-show. Think of how many late cancels or no-shows you have a week. And I'm curious, go ahead and put it in the comments. I know I've missed so many questions and I'm going to get to them in a second. But think of, I want you guys to put in the comments, how often a week do you get a late cancel or a no-show? Just put the number. I got my best stuff from RYC. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and RYC, if you guys have been interested in my program, Rock Your Business, RYC is just a chunk of it. So if you want to get a snippet of what it's like to be in Rock Your Business minus the group mentorship part of it, you definitely want to check it out. But just put it, put the number of five a week. Okay. And then at what? So put the number of late cancels or no shows you get a week. And then about the average cost that you have that it takes. So is it about $100? Is it about $200? So on average, when I pull mainly hairstylists, but I know that I have service providers of all of all services in here. I rarely have them, but because I follow this advice. Yes, I love that. So all my students and all like other other people that have gone through this, like Stephanie, they, they know how to how to follow through on it. And it's not that scary and it's not that hard. And so when I pulled over a thousand hairstylists, they're getting on average two to four cancellations a week at an average of two hundred dollars. And so when I did the math based on a 52-week year. Now, I granted, we some of us take holidays and things like that, but it's all averages, right? It added up to over $13,000 of lost revenue in a year from no-shows and late cancels. And so I want you to ask yourself, how much is that worth for you if it didn't have to require a confrontation, possible conflict, or a possibility of someone having an aggressive response? Because I know you and I know that the fear of someone having an unpredictable response to you enforcing your policies. The fear of them having an unpredictable response is too scary that you would rather lose the money of their appointment 
You would rather say goodbye to the money from their appointment than possibly have an unpredictable situation. Right? Am I right or am I right? You would rather lose the money than possibility than have the possibility of an unpredictable situation, confrontation, aggressive response. You just don't know. And even though nine times out of 10, they won't, the fear of it, because you have grown up with someone, an adult in your life when you were a child that was very unpredictable. So you've learned the risk assessment in this situation is not worth getting the money. It is not worth trying to get that money to have this possibility of a volatile response of a, and that's why you're a people pleaser. And that's why you sacrifice yourself, your future, your well-being. You sacrifice the possibility of success for yourself because you think, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. It's just this one client. It's just, it's just 200 bucks. Like in the grand scheme of life, 200 bucks or it's 100 bucks or whatever it is. The risk assessment for you is not worth it. Am I right or am I right? Give me a hell's yes in the comments. And so when you risk assess each moment, it's like, no, I don't, I don't want them to be upset at me. I don't want them to be upset. upset. I don't want them to not like me, upset at me. I don't want them to get angry. I don't, what if they say something? I don't know how to respond. And you're not feeling confident enough and the risk assessment does not seem worth it. Oh, get real deep real quick, right? And so this is how I want, this is why I want to set you guys up from the beginning. And I know a lot of you guys are like, well, that's great for new clients, but how do I get existing clients? Don't worry, I got it covered inside of RYC. I have a whole lesson on how to get existing clients on your, on your policies. And so we've got you covered from all bases. But the reality is, is the risk assessment is where it's not that you don't know how to do it. You could take the course, you could learn the policies. But at the end of the day, when you go to enforce it, the risk assessment does not seem worth it. And so that's why we need to remove the risk. That is the pain point. That is the struggle. And so when we remove the risk of them having an adverse reaction, the possibility of an adverse reaction, the possibility of someone being upset or angry at you, then you can more confidently. If you knew, I want to ask you guys right now, if you knew 100% or even 98%, let's say, if you knew 98% that your clients would, when you had to enforce a policy, would react with, oh yeah, of course. No, I remember having that conversation with you. Would you follow through more? If you knew for sure that they would, so let's say 100%, if you knew 100% that when you said your client, no problem, late cancel or no problem, you know, you, you, you can't just, you know, you can just get a cut today, but I will be charging for you the cut and color that you were booked. If you knew 100% certain that they would be like, yeah, of course, like, that's your policy. I just needed to let you know. If you knew they'd react well, would you follow through more? Yes or no in the comments. And as you guys respond to that, let me go back to these questions. Actually, there's a question in the question box. And so, okay, Lynn's Cooper Stylist says, where do you start if you haven't set policies already and have been in business for a couple of years? Lindsay, honestly, I, I would start with RYC. I would invest in that. Hell yes, I love this. Rock Your Business is amazing. And so RYC is a just the communication and policies portion of Rock Your Business that you can take right now. And if, if you've already got Rock Your Business, you just go to the communication boundaries and policies section and start there. And the most important thing and whether or not you can invest in yourself, I mean, what I would say is write your policies down. And the most important thing when writing your policies is they need to be black and white. I understand that there are exceptions sometimes, but you don't write your exceptions into your policies. Exceptions happen on a case-by-case scenario, but your policies need to be black and white. So no I thinks or I feels when you write them. And I mean, if you want done-for-you written policies, I give you the opportunity to buy my exact, I think it's 11 or 13, maybe it's 12, 
policies pre-written for you. And so if you guys are wanting policies done for you and a system that you can just follow that doesn't require aggressive, combative, confrontational situations, it actually leans on compassion, kindness and understanding and empathy. Shoot me a DM and I'll get you. I don't have the flash sale up yet, but I'm going to put it on flash sale. So shoot me a DM and I'll get it to you. But honestly, I would write your policies down black and white. So many people are like, yeah, I have policies. I don't really have them written down. Write them down. And even if you can't put them on your website in your confirmation email, the most important thing is to have the conversation face-to-face with your clients. I don't care if you don't have it. Like inside the program, I have a whole consultation form for you that you just get to print out or put on your iPad. But like, honestly, so many people like delay, delay. Well, I need to get it on my website. Well, I need to get this written to print out. Just start having the conversation and getting people to look you in the eye and agree. That's the most important. This is the freest advice I can give you today. Write down your policies black and white. No I thinks or I feels, no exceptions put in. And then have them on a piece of paper and just hold them. And with each client that comes in, have them read over them and then just look to them. Do you, do you understand and do you agree? I mean, if you've got the time, I would really, really suggest like actually reading them out to them. Most important, if you want to save time and have a really effective a step-by-step plan to follow, then shoot me a DM and I'll get you the flash sale for RYC. Great question, Lindsay. I love that. And so let me go back to some more questions that were up here. I rarely have them. I love that. I really have them, but when I do, it's all in one week. Yeah, I've been fortunate to rarely have them. But with the business expanding, it makes me want to have something in place. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, God, deep. Yeah, heck yes, 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 yes. Okay, I love this. So where are you guys at? How are you feeling? Has this helped this morning? realizing that the reason that you don't follow through on your policies is because the risk assessment that you have. Was that an aha for anyone? It's like, oh shit, it's not having things in place. It's not having like better clients. It's the fact that when I go to enforce my policies, or maybe you don't have them written. Maybe I'm curious, what stage are you at? Are you at stage, I need policies and I don't know how to write them? I have policies, but I don't know how to communicate them. Or I have policies, I communicate them, but I don't know how to enforce them. One, two, or three, which stage are you at? I'm curious. Are you at stage one? I don't know how to write policies or even put them in place. Are you at stage two? I don't know how to communicate them to my clients. They don't seem to respect them. Are you at stage three? My clients know about them, but I don't know how to enforce them. Which stage are you at? I'm curious, curious with you. One, two, or three. And if you guys didn't know these lives, if you've missed it or you're just coming on, you can re-listen to them on the Anxious Creative Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. This one will probably be up a little bit later because I've given Elena, obviously, today and tomorrow off. So this one, they usually go up the next day. Stage one, stage two and three. Okay, I have some, but I want to reword them and need to communicate way better. Yeah, Jenna. So I want you guys to know that it's okay. You're not alone. How many of you guys... Best podcast ever, Jenna. You're so sweet. Thank you. How many of you guys these find these lines helpful? For one, say me in the comments. And two, what was my question? Oh my gosh, totally brain farted. ADHD moment here. I had a really good question for you. I need policies for a full salon, not booth renters. Yes, eccentric hair studio. I have pre-written policies. And if you want to know which ones that I have, just shoot me a DM and I'll let you know the list to see if they if they work for you. I also have a salon savior and it's a salon handbook for you and your staff, for your staff to follow along on policies. And it's basically, it, I show you mine and then I give you a template for you to fill out. Super easy. And I walk you through how to communicate it with your staff so that your staff are following the salon policies you have integrated 
for your staff. I haven't had to enforce anything. I love that. I think that's like the main part of learning how to communicate, set policies, communicate them, and enforce them if you have to. But when you communicate them well, without being aggressive, combative, but it's actually kindness and compassion, the way we communicate it and the way we get our clients to see us, respect us, trust us, and see us as an authority, we create loyalty. So when you build trust, respect, authority, you create loyalty. So when you build, when you build authority, when you build trust, respect, and authority, you create loyalty. And so by having the whole system, it's kind of cool. By having the whole system, never have I had to pull out a consultation form and be like, see where you signed, right? And I've had clients phone in and be like, I'm stuck in a snowstorm. I know you're really strict about your policy. Just charge my card on file. And I remember going, I mean, you left your house 90 minutes early. You're stuck in a snowstorm. This isn't your fault. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get to work. Obviously, I appreciate you offering to pay. Said, get here when you get here, get here safe, and we'll figure out what to do at that point. And then she got there and we were able to still do her whole service. And so it was fine. So I don't want you guys to ever get, we don't need to make knee-jerk reactions. We need to respond over react. Reaction is from an emotional standpoint. A response is from a logical standpoint. Is that making sense to you guys? And so I want you to know that you and your business are worthy of the respect that you know that you deserve but you struggle to ask for. You know you deserve respect, but you struggle to ask for it. You fear that by putting these things in place and demanding the respect, maybe it's in life and maybe it's in business, whatever it is, they're they're very intertwined. But the respect you know that you're deserving of and that you hope people just give you, you're scared to stand up for. You're scared to ask for. You're scared to enforce people to respect you. Because what if you stand up for the respect your business and you deserve and people aren't going to want to follow it, then you feel like, why won't they respect me? Why can't they respect me and my business? Am I really that? And then it confirms this fear you've had that you're not worthy of it, that you're worthless and you're not valuable. And so if you can avoid someone confirming your worst fears that you're not worthy and valuable, then you will do it at all costs, even losing money in your business, even losing the possibility. But if you can have a system that speaks to the fact that you can lean on compassion and kindness and empathy. And by doing that, you can build that trust, respect, and authority that creates loyalty. And your clients will respect you. And they'll see your value. And they'll understand that respecting you is following your policies. And they'll understand that when you have to enforce them, it's to protect them and you for the long haul. And it's the ultimate show of respect. And they may not like it. And they may not go, oh, yeah, oh, that sucks. But they're not going to get upset at you. And you're going to build the, but the respect for you and your business starts with yourself. You have to show up and respect you and your business first and foremost, even if other people aren't. And I know that's hard because at the end of the day, we just want, we want that, that acceptance, that love, that validation from other people. We want them to say, oh my gosh, no one else can do my hair like you do it. Oh my goodness. Thank you. You're the best. And so we do whatever, we jump through whatever hoops we have to. We burn down our own house to keep other people safe and comfortable so that they can tell us how wonderful we are. We lean on sacrificing ourselves. We create our, we we make ourselves the sacrificial lamb so that people go, wow, look at you. Because we struggle to see our worth and value just as we are without doing or being or creating. But I want you to know that you and your business are worth the respect, are so very valuable and deserving of it. And if other people don't see it, 
it's hard because it's like, it's so easy to be like, well, if other people don't see it, screw them, right? But the reality is, is that we feel that. We just want other people to see and respect us. And why don't they, right? Why don't other people respect me? Why don't other people, why don't they see my value? Am I really, and then in those quiet moments, late at night or early in the morning, you go, am I really not worth it? Am I really, is this, is this what I meant? Like, why? And it confirms our worst fears. Are you guys with me on that? Am I getting a little too, like I'm getting deep here, but in reality, when you really think about it, we just want people to confirm our worth and value. And I know that, and it doesn't matter how much work we do on ourselves, we just want others to confirm it. And so when they don't respect it or when they push back against policies in business, we feel like that's a confirmation of our worth and value as a human being. I know. I've been there. I still am there sometimes. And so I want this to be your confirmation right now today that you are so worthy. You are so valuable without your business, without the service you provide, without what you do for other people. You just as you are. And if no one's told you lately, you're so freaking amazing. You're a beautiful human. And you don't have to do or be anything for anyone other than yourself to be worthy of love and respect. Your business doesn't have to do be anything for anyone to be an amazing business. Okay? It's deep, but preach it. <laughs> there's always one person. I'm like, I know there's one person here that needs to hear this. And so I want you guys to think on that this morning and really think, I mean, that's peeling back the layers, but is it the risk assessment that it's not, you would rather lose the money than have the possibility of confrontation, aggression, or an unpredictable response? And so if I could help you create a system, if you had a plan to follow step-by-step that's done for you, that requires you to be compassionate, kind, and empathetic, and that elicits compassionate, kind, empathetic responses from your clients, would you follow it? And that like risk assessment of like, oh, well, it's just like a hundred bucks or it's just 200 bucks, like whatever. I just like, I can't be bothered. It's not worth a fight. And you tell yourself that because the reality is that I don't want to deal with an unpredictable response because I fear that they'll confirm my unworthiness and not, and, 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 and not value and my worthlessness in this world that you would rather lose the money, but you don't realize that it's adding up to $13,000 a year on average. And so there's these little things that we could start doing in our business and start showing ourselves and our business love and respect. So that what if you had that $13,000 extra this year? What would you do? What would you, I'm curious, you guys, those of you here right now, what would you do with an extra $13,000? Would it help you pay off some debt? Would it help you get into the salon suite you want to go into? Would it help you take that vacation? Would you take a couple weeks off to be with your kids? Because yes, money isn't everything and, and money isn't always our number one motivator. But if you didn't require com- a, a confrontation, any combativeness or aggressiveness, maybe being assertive, being assertive is not aggressive. If it didn't require that and you could earn, you could create that $13,000, what would that be worth? What would you do? Jenna, I needed to hear it. This is definitely one of my hardest years in 42 years. Keep asking the universe what it's teaching me. I would take my bonus kid on vacation and invest in education. Pay off my startup costs from opening my salon during COVID. Yes, this has been the hardest year ever in my 40 years career also. It's a tough year and it's funny because I think a lot of us are beating ourselves up because we go, well, 
Schmovid's over. And so it shouldn't be a hard year. It's we're freaking exhausted. We're freaking exhausted. And lots of people are like, I made the same, but I worked. I didn't have I didn't have closures because we're tired. And you haven't set up a system in your life for rest. You've been running on fumes and exhaustion for too long. Right? Blown away by KP. Shoot me a DM. If we haven't, if, if you're watching this right now, we haven't connected in the DMs, shoot me a DM. Let's get connected. I want to help you. Regardless of whether you take my education, yes, I'm going to put RYC on a flash sale this week so you can get your policies in place and so you can learn to write your policies, learn to communicate them, and learn to follow through on them. Those are the most important things. Whether you want to dive into that or do it on your own, you can totally do it on your own, right? RYC will save you a lot of time and stress and frustration, possibly, or just time of having to figure it out. You can, you can go through it in two hours. And I've got templates for everything so you can, like it's done for you, but you don't have to invest in it. I'm going to put it on flash sale. So it's regularly $3.97. I'm going to put it for $1.99. I decided I'm just going to do 50% off. So if you guys are interested, DM me. But at the end of the day, my the reason why I'm on this earth is to help other people. And I really believe it's to help other people through the things I've had to go through alone. And sometimes I'll legit be honest with you guys. There are days where I'm like, this, I don't like this. Why do I have to go through shit alone to then help other people not have to go through it alone? That sucks. <laughs> but I've been through a lot. And I am and I never, ever, ever want anyone to have to go through something like I did alone. And I'm talking life and business. I mean, I started my business in 2010 and I had no one guiding me or helping me, especially in our industry. I had advice. I have a weird extension doing something. There's like a weird kink in my hair right here. I had advice from outside industries that didn't get the service industry, the, that, that I was in a relational industry. And so it was really, really tough because it was different. And I learned everything and I taught myself everything. And can we do it on our own? Absolutely. I wouldn't recommend it. It sucked. <laughs> and that's why, you know, even my therapist a couple of weeks ago was like, I was doing some processing. So we do a form of EMDR and CRM kind of processing where it's like eye movement. It's also visualization. It's really, really powerful stuff. And I was talking about not feeling like people heard me in my life, that I've always felt like I've been soothed and comforted, but not want, not listened to. And my therapist goes, it's interesting that you've built a whole community around people being seen, heard, and valued. And then I just cried and cried and cried. So I'm like, shit, that's all I want for you guys is to have what I didn't feel like I had. That's all I want to create. And that's why, I mean, in January, I'm going to be having a class January 8th about how to how to master your money and become financially stable, even if you're not a numbers person. And then I'm going to be opening up enrollment for my program, Rock Your Business, which is a, I, I used to call it a course, but I don't want to call it a course. It's a massive resource. I mean, those of you guys, Jenna, you've got it. Holly, you've got it. It's basically, well, Holly calls it her her Bible because it's a resource you can go back to over and over again. You get lifetime access. And then we also do an eight-week mentorship in a group format. It's really, really amazing. Don, you're always there and checking in on me. The shoulder works both ways, friends. Oh my gosh, you're going to make me cry. I'm always here for a listen. Thank you. Thank you. So I just, oh my gosh, Holly. Alone is hard. Together is way better. Yeah, but a lot of us don't feel like we're deserving of, of community. Or we don't feel like people are going to listen. And so that's why I created Rock Your Business, where that we have the whole community, is because 
I always felt like there was like the cool kids club that I was not invited to. And I didn't, or if I was invited to, it felt too awkward and uncomfortable. And I was like, I don't belong here. And I've never felt like I fit into this industry. And so I wanted to create a place where everyone fit in. Everyone had a place and everyone belonged. It's the best thing ever. So many are fakes and not done. She saves businesses and souls. Oh, Jenna, thank you. Thank you so much. So I have things, I have a ton of free education on my website, donbradley.com. I really want you guys to get your policies in place. And so if anything today, shoot me a DM and I, I don't have my flash sale set up because I just decided this morning I'm going to put on, I'm going to put RYC on flash sale. I want you to get your policy. I want to help you get your policies written, help you learn to communicate them with kindness, compassion, empathy that elicits a compassionate response from your clients so that you can follow through and enforcing them without having to do the risk assessment of like, it's not worth the risk of them getting mad at me when you know that they're not going to get mad at you. And so if you just, just, um, shoot me a DM, even just put like policies. You can just write policies. If like, I don't know what to say. I feel awkward. Just send me a DM that says policies and I'll get the flash sale to you. I'm doing 50% off. It's normally $3.97. going to put it for $1.99. And you can, you could listen to it today and you could start it this week. I mean, it's the perfect time to do it right now. But at the end of the day, regardless of whether, I mean, I have a business and that's how I create income is by helping you guys kind of like how you create income by helping your clients. It's not about the money and likely you would do your job for free if you could. Same. And that's why I go live weekday mornings, Monday to Friday to help you and give you this for free because I just want to help our industry. And those, I mean, Holly's been here from the beginning of Business Breakfast Embedded. I've always said, let's red rover the shit out of this industry together. If you guys feel like you haven't fit in or you don't belong or you've struggled in life with community or in our industry, let's link arm in arm. I'm here. I'm not above you. I, I may be ahead of you a couple steps, but I am with you on this journey. I still struggle. I don't have it all figured out. I want you to know that. And that's not, I mean, a lot of, well, a lot of educators and coaches will say that they've got it figured out. No, but I've got, I'm, I may be, you know, here's the thing is like life is a journey. It's not a destination. And I know that's cliche, but the reality is I might be two to three to five steps ahead of you on the journey. So I know what's coming your way and I can help you, but I'm still learning and growing. And so that I can continue to walk with you on this journey, walk beside you in your struggle and go, okay, I've been here before. I know what's coming and you've got other people with you that it's their first time too. That's really important to me. Because doing it alone is scary as fuck. And you don't know what to do. You, you question every turn. But when you've got people who've been where you've been, going, you're going to make it through. It's going to be okay. And you have people that haven't been there before, but they're going on the journey with you. That is some powerful shit. And that's why I want to link arm in arm with you today, figuratively. And let's bulldoze this industry and show them that the best way to get respect from society for the service industry, to get our clients on board and to get less com competitive vibes and more community vibes in this, this industry is through kindness, compassion, empathy. Showing people we're not doing something to them or at them, but we're doing it for them. Right? You're with me? I see these hearts. I love it. Let's link arm in arm. Yeah. And those of you guys that are coming to my retreat in February, we, we'll, we will literally link arm in arm. All right. So that's it for my live this morning. I hope you guys have, a, I hope you are taking today off. And if you're not, I hope you are taking care of yourself first and foremost. I'm so excited to connect with you guys in the DMs. We will talk very soon. I will be here again tomorrow morning. I'm going live all week, Monday. Hi, Gladys. But really, get your policy set in place.
learn to communicate them and follow through on them. If you've got questions, just shoot me a DM that says policy policies, or if we haven't actually connected in the DMs yet, just come say hi. I want to get to know you. Have a wonderful day, you guys. I love you. Stay open, stay courageous, be vulnerable, and stay weird. Love you. Bye.